0: Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. Since it's Monday, you know it. It is that time of the week to welcome back on the program the one and the only Sadia Osmani. Sadia, good morning to good you.
1: Good morning. And it's a lovely purple morning this morning. <laughs> i walked into the studio and uh, and uh, Noreen's looking absolutely beautiful. She's got this lovely kind of pearl, uh, purple hue in her hair. And um, it looks
0: very nice. Thank you so much, Sadia. Yes, you know, um, I've, I've embraced <laughs> my grey hair. Um, I've been doing, wow, I've gone grey. I, I stopped dyeing my hair. Uh, with permanent hair dye uh, since February two thousand and twenty well, well done. no no 2022 yeah. oh gosh it's, it's been, been year. yeah it's Maybe. been over a year almost two years mm. and then I haven't dyed my hair since and then I looked at I was I was like I really want to put some purple highlights on my grey hair but of course you have to bleach it first and you know what have you nice. So I always put it off and then I came across this semi-permanent hair dye you know when we were teenagers those washes Wash out. Yeah, well,
1: it looks lovely. It's a
0: wash and wash out. It looks great. That's a You've brightened the studio up. Uh, thank you so much. So uh, sadly, I, I did it on Saturday and today is already not as vibrant. So let's see That's how... It's pretty vibrant, actually. Probably about four or five washes. Maybe you put something on Facebook yeah.
1: so people can see it. <laughs> exactly. Okay? Yeah, let, let me I put it, it on you'll Facebook. Have to, you'll have to put a picture up on Facebook.
0: Sure, sure. So what have you got for our listeners today? Well,
1: I thought I would um, get back um, to the subject of diet. Um, one of the reasons... Two of the reasons, actually. One is I saw um, an article in... Um, I think it was the SCMP... About Jet Lee. And he was in Dragon Fight and The Master. And these um, films were both shot in the United States in 1980. And um, his and supposedly at that point, his health was the weakest. And he has actually got an autobiography out called Beyond Life and Death, Jet Lee Looking for Jet Li. And, during, and Jet Li in, and for in Jet that Li. autobiography, he's actually mentioned that he was really quite weak because um, in, when he was doing these films, Dragon Fight and The Master, Because he'd been on these really, you know, intense diets to lose weight and stuff. And he said during the six weeks he was on diet, he could only eat unseasoned cereal every morning. Um, Six, that's about like six ounces. That's about 170 grams of -hmm. unseasoned boiled chicken breast for lunch and four ounces of unseasoned steamed fish with green onions at night. Um, and the reason I wanted to look at that was because I was looking at this whole thing about diets, So that made me look at that. And he supposedly also ran five kilometres, that's 3.1 miles every day, plus four hours of weight training. And he learned breathing techniques to assist him. And the director of the film was very satisfied with the result. And after four weeks, he said, all my subcutaneous fat was gone. He looked muscular, but in fact, he said he felt really weak physically. So I thought it'd be interesting to look at diets because of what I saw in this. But also um, coming up to the festive season, mostly we've got Christmas around the corner. And then after that, we've got Chinese New Year. And these are all reasonably kind of big eating events um and quite a few people in their minds at the moment I know lots of people who perhaps before Christmas decide that oh, I'm gonna go on a diet I'm going to lose some weight because I know I've got to hog out Christmas Sadia, yeah.
0: <clears throat> remember before I was telling you about my f- my f- a friend of mine who did the carnival diet so he, he he introduced another friend to do it um but then the, the so this next friend he did the carnivore diet is just you know eating all meat. meat all mm-hmm. meat no veggies f- and I know this doesn't sound very uh, healthy, but then slowly and slowly, this, this, this friend then doesn't do it as strictly, but then it's still mainly carnival. So, this was him
1: a uh-huh. hundred days
0: true. ago, about three months ago. Okay,
1: so he's got a bit of a pop belly, yep. and not then this is cool. him. Oh, my yeah. goodness! And he's like, uh, uh, with a six pack and muscle. Yeah. And he looks so much younger, it's amazing. Yeah. And he wow. said it's
0: su- he feels super sort of clear. And he went to a really party, Booker. yeah, okay. okay, no
1: need oh. to say the name, okay, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I'm, well, I'm sure, I'm saw, sure. I i'm, sure anyone, be really happy, I'm yeah. sure anyone can find oh, yeah. him anyway but interesting <laughs> photographs yeah sure he, so he i mean it's just well. really looking at some of these things I, and if you recall a while back i came in and i told you that i'd been like my doctor had said to me that i was close to being a diabetic and everything and um so i you know two three months ago i said to you right the challenge is on and it was in october it was actually and um so i kind of Really did try. I, I cut down lots of things in my diet. Um, I'm For now, our
0: listeners, Sadia's lost weight in the short three months. At yeah, two, two, been, two months,
1: yeah. Two it's months, been uh, over two months, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I always find like it's very hard initially, you have to really be motivated to get on there. And I did cut out quite a few things. And I saw some very interesting um, programs on Netflix, actually, um, which one was about the blue zone and different countries and how, you know, longevity and and how healthy they were and things like that. But I always find that, you know, when you go on a kind of diet, um, you really can't expect anything to happen too much in the first eight weeks mm. it's always this thing of getting used to it so in terms of weight loss it's important to have like you know realistic expectations and they say that a safe and sustainable rate of weight loss is generally considered to be about one to two pounds at 0.5 to one kg per week right um However, you know, individuals, you know, the results can vary and stuff. And that's what I found that, you know, it took me eight weeks. And in that time, I really had cut out lots of snacky things like sometimes you know sitting in front of the TV you get some crisps uh, or some popcorn I yeah. know it's so nice isn't it Ooh. but now I've got like edamame beans which I keep steamed in the fridge and with a bit of soy sauce and stuff and they keep you you know it's just like you having something it's just the eat. motion
0: of yeah, yeah it's
1: this kind of thing of boredom isn't it and also I found that like what I was doing was is it tasty I was,
0: edamame beans yeah, with nice sauce when yeah they're nice when
1: you kind of dunk them then you take it off the skin yeah, and yeah. you get a t- the soy sauce. Yeah. Um, uh, I found that like every time I was eating, I'd go out for a good walk after eating, and that helps your blood sugar. I haven't had a blood test yet, I'm uh, gonna be away a little bit, so I thought I might as well wait till I come back. Um, And I've been swimming and I've been just walking quite a bit. Um, Recently, within the last month or so, I've really got down to very much a vegetarian diet. Um, Even eggs I've been avoiding. I've been having no tea, no milk in my tea so you know it's you have to do the opposite
0: of willie's diet yeah
1: (laughs) but when you but when you see results but you see so many different horrific things on tv every so often you know on netflix there's a couple of interesting programs where they say clearly that look you shouldn't be having meat you shouldn't be having eggs you should avoid dairy so you think well what's your life right you know so it's hard i feel like you know moderation is key but what i went what i did do is i had a look through because i was trying to find some of those things that i was looking at in netflix where they were talking about the blue zones and they did some studies and basically several regions around the world are known for having populations with high levels of health and longevity so these as i said are referred to as blue zones so for instance okinawa in japan that's known for having one of the highest concentrations of centenarians so that's people aged 100 years or older which is amazing, you know. Um, and the Okinawan diet is primarily plant-based with a focus on vegetables, legumes, whole grains and fish. And I think, you know, they, they were saying like sweet potato seems to be very much up on their list.
0: Yeah, that's a superfood. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: got uh, everything And you I've need. been eating more sweet potatoes. and it keeps sure. you
0: full as well. Yeah. It's got and it's a nice low glycemic index. Because
1: so. you don't know what to do when you, yeah. like white rice is such a common thing in Hong Kong and so I've been having it instead of rice. They also kind of practice a concept of harahachibu, which means eating um, until they're 80% full. And then promoting mindful eating and portion control. I think that's an important thing that you're not stuffing yourself till you're silly and you can't move. I mean, we all do every once in a while. But I think best to keep one section of your stomach empty. Yeah. You know, not to overfill that stomach. Um, The other place is Sardinia in Italy. Sardinia particularly the region of Ogliastra has a has a high number of centenarians relative to its population the traditional sardinian diet includes whole grains beans vegetables, fruits, olive oil and moderate amount of meat and dairy products. And physical activity, social connections and a strong sense of community also contribute to their overall well-being. That was quite an interesting thing. And when I saw the programme, when they were looking at, uh, at Italy, they said this whole thing about social connections was really yeah. important. You wouldn't think that that would be connected to the diet, but when you sit there together with people and you eat and then you laugh and then maybe you're not concentrating so much on that food as well but it's a nice social thing you know so so they're they're okay and then moving over to Nicoya Peninsula that's in Costa Rica and they said this has been identified as a blue zone due to its high life expectancy and traditional diet in this region consists of beans corn squash fruit and vegetables so these are probably things that I suppose here, you know, you can easily do. We've got black beans, we've got all sorts of soya beans, corn, squash, fruits and vegetables. And it said physical activity and strong, again, strong social networks and a sense of purpose in life are also considered important factors contributing to the length of your life in mm. terms of being happy. I suppose that makes a difference. That's what gives you a happier life if you have people around you and you have friends. Yeah. Um, and also perhaps when you're when you're alone you don't
0: really eat very much. Yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I I like to eat, but if I was alone, you know, if it was just me and the kids and everybody's gone out, I just like oh, I'll just eat whatever. Yeah. And you
1: don't you don't, you don't pay, pay so, much so much attention to it. That's yeah. right. Uh, Also, Ikaria in Greece um, is an island in Greece known for having a high number of people who live into their 90s and beyond. And the diet includes, like, um, it's rich in fruit, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, same sort of stuff, really, Mm -hmm. olive oil and herbal teas. And regular physical activity and a relaxed lifestyle, strong social connections and a focus on stress reduction are also integral parts of their lifestyle. If you think about it, like in Spain, in a lot of these places too, in these hot countries like Italy, Spain, and I'm sure Costa Rica and Greece is similar, um, this whole thing about like that siesta time, Mm. people have long lunches, people have a nice lunch, people have a rest, and this kind of slow-paced life without stress stress is probably another contributing factor. Exactly. You know? to, but,
0: to not have to yeah, to not have so much pressure around you. Yeah. yeah. And
1: to enjoy enjoy the food and take your time eating, not to be hogging it down because if you think of like fast food in America, you you know, you, sometimes you drive there, you get your food, you drive back, you sit and eat it in the car and so it's all So now quite, it's all about the
0: slow oh, food movement. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: just all kind i of, um, moving actually to the state's Lorna Loma Linda. California, USA. Loma Linda is a home to a community of Seventh-day Adventists and a religious group known for their, for their long lives. Seventh-day Adventists? Are this the same? Oh, I'm not sure. Not sure. Um, their diet is predominantly plant-based, emphasizing fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts and seeds. They also prioritize physical activity, rest and maintaining strong social bonds. So here we come again, the song, strong social bonds. And then, uh, as famously we know, that the Mediterranean diet is uh, is a very sort of popular one. It emphasises whole unprocessed foods such as fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, healthy fats like olive oil. It also includes moderate amounts of fish, poultry and dairy while rim- limiting red meat and processed foods. Um, and the Mediterranean diet has been associated with numerous health benefits including weight loss and reduced risk of heart disease. I think this whole thing about processed foods, um, when I was watching Sorry, some of these... Yeah,
0: they are different. Sorry, are, yeah, they are different. yeah, They are different.
1: Yeah, when I was watching this program um they were saying that like even one serving of processed foods, and we're talking about things like you know things like salami and Pastrami and stuff that's been like produced, sausages, yeah, and yeah, sausages that's all processed. And that if you have even one serving of that each day, is not going to give is is bad for you. You shouldn't oh, be yeah. having that. Yeah, I do like a hot dog sausage occasionally. Yeah. And, you, know, you know, I mean, occasionally, I suppose you can get away with the it. The chicken sometimes. one from IKEA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, there are some of these things, and also like I think we've associated so many of these things. Like if you go to the cinema, right, then. You just want to have that popcorn, yes. right, so and that popcorn, if you decide to go for um and I love the sweet and salty it is lovely and I can get a big box of it and munch my way through it you're yeah, thinking about having it but you, know, but it, you right? think yeah. Yeah. but you think that popcorn there's a psychological thing that you think the popcorn is actually low in calories because you think oh it's not fried it's oh, just no. pop-, but it's, actually it's, it's loaded it's, it's so loaded.
0: sweet and it's got lots of like sugar and, uh, and salt and so it's not actually good for you no.
1: and then so you associate if it was the just cinema, plain
0: if it was just plain popcorn that you get from I
1: you think, do it yourself at home yeah
0: you do it yourself at home and there's like nothing in there yeah and then you don't want
1: to eat it like that too it's it's this high salt and sugar that really makes it addictive and then you think in the cinema you go and get your tacos with all this cheesy sauce half these cheesy sauces that you get these are all processed cheese and they're high salt. Yeah. There's mainly oil in those things. There's not actually, they're not real cheese. I hate no. to say it, oh. but some of them are not. I mean, so it is a lovely, it is, cheese, I know, because yeah, it's fake very, sauce. I always feel that sometimes with some of these nachos and things that you have these tacos, um, there's something very addictive. There's a couple of very well-known brands where I seriously, the chili ones, if I pick those up, there's something, there's something about it, which just keeps making you want to eat. And I just think, is there some sort of drug in here? Is there something in here which is just making it, makes it, it addictive? so moorish.
0: Another thing is, you know, some people have um, mock meat. And um, when I say mock meat, I mean like um, imita- not yeah. imitation yeah,
1: meat. Yeah,
0: but, yeah, mock meat. just um, mock meat. Yeah, it is mock meat. Um, but it's made of entirely of pea- beans yeah. and peas and stuff. So that's also a form of processed food. Also. Exactly. Andrew Dambina and I were talking yeah, about it the other day yeah, on yeah. Tuesday. And now... There's more and more research done on it. But the amount of... So if you were just to have a piece of steak compared to like a... Or mints and then compared to like the fake mints, yeah. it's much more sodium, yeah. much more yeah. things... Because they there.
1: have to make it taste good. It's yeah. just like without mentioning any names, you know, there are burgers that are there, which, you know, exactly. you can have... Yes. And, and even when you kind of slice into that burger, you can almost see that there's, it's kind of pink and yeah, you think, oh, but, yeah. but then you think the amount of stuff that they have to put into that thing, into that burger. Um, and I don't think if you really look closely at some of the packaging of these things, there is nothing that really says to you that it's good for you. I don't think so. It doesn't say it's healthy for you because there's probably a lot of oil in there. There's lots of things which are and and additives and chem and chemicals, Um, and I always feel like, hang on, I think you'd be better just having a normal burger. Just don't have it very often.
0: Yeah, you know.
1: So, but when I was pregnant,
0: I remember there was a time when I really just craved. You know, mm. one of those set mm. faux meat burgers. Mm. Uh, just it was just so delicious. It was something about the smokiness yeah, no, no. that they, they added nice. to. They are nice.
1: They do yeah. taste very nice. And yeah. and I. But one thing I would kind of question is like, if you are. I mean, this is my personal opinion, right? Um, I'm not. Pro, I'm not promoting this in any other way. But I'm just saying, if you are a vegetarian, the reason that you're a vegetarian um generally it could be health purpose it could be that you just don't like the fact that this is meat from an animal Mm. right which is exactly Exactly. how people feel
0: you don't want the animal to suffer yeah
1: and you don't want the animal to suffer but if you really and generally there are quite a few people who just don't like the look of meat knowing that it is from an animal so why would you want to eat something that resembles meat. Because they don't want the the animal to suffer,
0: but they miss the taste of meat yeah. because they really yeah. like to eat meat. So it just meat. feels so like I, so I, I, I kind of write my brain yeah.
1: where I sometimes want to go to a... A vegetarian restaurant. I don't want mock meat. I want lots of vegetables. Uh, I want creative, yeah. really nice vegetable dishes. Fresh vegetables, fresh legumes. I want that kind of stuff. Because I think they are. I think for, for some of my friends
0: who then choose to have mock meat, that it's because they miss. I mean, they yeah, don't yeah. always have it. They miss the yeah. taste of it. They miss the texture of it. Yeah. And that can't be replicated yeah. with. Which I suppose a lot yeah. of these. And and then they, they, of course they mean, have so many fresh veggies. They have all the and or, but then they yeah. just miss that sort yeah. of chewiness or, yeah fair
1: enough yeah. Um, but then
0: they don't want the animal to suffer Yeah, yeah.
1: moving moving on to some of the other diets um, we've got a little bit longer uh, there's also the DASH diet which is the dietary approaches to stop hypertension it's primarily designed to lower blood pressure but it can also be effective for weight loss and emphasizes fruit, vegetable, whole grains I think the, the kind of things that are there are that' repeating themselves all the time lean proteins, fish, poultry and legumes, low fat dairy products healthy fats, um, limit it limits sodium, sugary drinks, sweets and red meat. There's obviously the flexitarian, which is a mix of both uh, food, plant-based and meat, but just a limited and there's obviously the low carb diet, and now we've got the intermittent fasting as well. I'm actually fasting today. I try and fast like two days. Somebody said to me that if you fast two days in the week, then things like your blood sugar and stuff will level out. So I fast on a Monday and Thursday, and um, I've I, and it's good I've not had I had something to eat this morning at about 5 30. And I'm not going to have anything at all now. Nothing, not even water, till about till sunrise this evening. Wow! About five thirty.
0: Wow, that's. But
1: it's good. It feels good. I feel fine. I exactly. don't look. I don't look. No, you look really energetic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, not at all. So it's like it's really about determination, and I think moderation is key. Yeah. Um, try and include lots of vegetables, try not to concentrate on one thing, remember the first few weeks of your, your any crash diets that you do you will lose weight, you may lose a little bit of weight, but it's probably water that you're losing mm. and, and then you'll find that so many of these diets are kind of a yo-yo thing where you suddenly, you lose the weight and the moment you're off it, you're back on mm. so you're really looking for a diet which is much more of a lifestyle thing where you just cut down certain things, I mean if you like cakes and pastries, which I love I've found now that I will have like I might buy one cake but I'll make it last the whole week I'll make it last like I'll have a little bit of it every day and really enjoy it and savor it and then another little bit compared to eating a whole lot in one go so that's one way of looking at it
0: exactly everything in moderation as well and Sadia, it's good because you don't drink alcohol either yeah. so sometimes that's I um you smoke. Know, exactly and and sometimes that can be like empty calories you know i think somebody said it's it's not about yeah. the calories you eat it's also the calories you drink which can exist a yeah, lot in sugary drinks that. exactly right. right well on this note thank you so much sadia and and happy holidays and i'll be chatting with you again next week thank, thank, you. thank you so much